All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Elle, and I'm, I'm joined. <laughs> I'm <Layton. laughs> Awesome. So this is Voice Podcast, which is designed for you and gives you an inside look on all things being a student at St. Lawrence College entails. If you hear something you like or you have a topic idea, guest suggestion, please let us know um, by calling our extension 1677, um, or you can leave a comment on our Instagram page, um, like us, and follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and SoundCloud. On top of that, just to add a little something extra, so we are in the early stages of looking for hosts for next year, so the 2020-2021 school year. Um, if you're interested in being a host... Um, go ahead and send a resume and just a little brief little why you want to be a host. Go ahead and send that to saengage at sl.on.ca. So today we're going to be talking about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First of all, welcome back, Elle. Oh, good yeah. To, thank you. you back on. It's You've been a minute. been a couple months, <laughs> eh? Um, yeah, so St. Patrick's Day. So mm. just we have uh, our special guest today is Adam Smith from mm-hmm. Athletics. He had a great interview with us back in August. Um, and we decided to bring him on today because he's very easygoing, very easy to talk to. Um, had some experiences in his time during college, and he's just an overall guy who's knowledgeable in a lot of areas. So we thought he'd be a good fit for today's episode. So excited to have him, uh, him on in a little bit here. Yeah, awesome. Stay tuned. Awesome. Okay. Welcome, Adam. Um, Al. Yes, hello. Thanks, thanks for coming back on the podcast, guys. <laughs> um, today is kind of a cool episode. We're going to talk about St. Patrick's Day and all the yes. kind of traditions that went along with that. Some of your experiences, hint, hint, as a student. Um, <laughs> and maybe some tips you can impart to um, students who are going to go out and enjoy it um, a little bit more than others this year. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully the weather um, keeps up for people. But overall, just want to have uh, kind of an overarching conversation of what that looks like from a student perspective and why it's important to stay safe and some good sure. training tips. So mm-hmm. cool. um, let's get into it, guys. Um, so, Adam, just uh, if, if you wouldn't mind, recap your position here at the college and uh, what do you do? Who are you? Uh, official title, sports information officer in the athletics department, athletics and student engagement department, I should say. Uh, in a nutshell, it's basically I'm a marketing coordinator for the athletics program, so... In charge Sweet. of marketing the sport, social media, graphic design. Nice. Pretty fun job. What's, yeah, sounds uh, fun. What's your favorite part of your job? Uh, probably the interaction I, I get with the with the students. So, you know, the the biggest question I get is, can I get featured on Instagram? Oh, really? <laughs> so <laughs> that sounds silly, but it's it's fun to, you know, give someone a reason to, to play well because, oh, yeah. you know, I'll highlight them online and then they get buzzed and then they share with their friends and family and I can just watch the – analytics roll in and nice. it's uh it's cool to see the engagement online that's great um you're notorious for going barefooted when you photograph <laughs> soccer games <laughs> your legend is growing i just want you to know that i should i should start by saying i did that once <laughs> i was gonna say this is the first time hearing of this but i'm all for it yeah. i actually i did that once i forgot to bring proper um foot attire mm. uh and it was wet so i was like you know what i've ruined enough pairs of shoes yeah. Taking photos of sports that I'm not playing, so yeah. uh, I'm just gonna go barefoot because it was warm enough to do that. Yeah. And do you have a favorite sport to like shoot? Uh, it's tough. I I like what I do, so I mean, I'm not really. I don't have a favorite mm-hmm. thing or or sport to shoot. Uh, to play, it was always rugby, and so it's kind of fun to shoot rugby. But yeah, it's tough. Uh, every sport kind of has its highlights. So, you know, in soccer, if you don't have the ball a lot, it's really hard to get cool photos. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, basketball, you can get tons of great photos because it's so back and forth. So you know you're going to have the ball like every other every other basket. Uh, and then rugby is so fast paced that it's it's so easy to miss a good shot. So there's a lot of ups and downs in each sport. But yeah, I like it all. Sweet. Yeah. And which team? Do you think we'll have the most fun on St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I have no idea. Each team has its own kind of reputation, and uh, not speaking towards our team in particular, but rugby in general is always mm-hmm. a social social sport. So uh, they call it a gentleman's game because you know whether your friends on and off the the pitch after the game in club rugby, you would probably have a pint with somebody and. And have a good time. So rugby te- tends to be the more social sport, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, there's the only sport in season still. Um, basketball is just fi- finishing up. So yeah, it, you know, everything kinda, else is wrapped up. Everything yeah. else, is, yeah. indoor soccer, depending on when this airs, finished on March second. Okay, so, so there you go. Um, there's playoffs after that. But yeah, the seasons are, are pretty much over. That's it. That all. And um, any teams really stick out um, for you this year uh, in terms of their um, of their bond that they made or any success they had in season yeah there's there's a cup there's a couple uh women's soccer for sure um kind of a, a fairy tale season for them because the last few years have been pretty rough on on the standings and this year we, we shocked a few teams and uh, a few good players came on board and kind of gave us a spark that, that led to us actually reaching the playoffs which was really cool, cool. great uh, and gives us a lot of hope for next year so that that team was was Pretty good. Uh, men's soccer also did, I think, better than expected. Um, yeah, I mean, there's it's up and down. Basketball, right? Or basketball is, I guess, just finished up. Uh, both men's and women's teams made mm-hmm. the crossover playoffs to play Humber, the number one team who I think won nationals last year. Um, you know, I don't know what people expected from those two teams, but yeah, uh, the men's team again when they when they're playing they they can beat the best team in the league, which they have mm-hmm. this year. They they beat number one George Brown. Uh, and sent them on a spiral, which was kind of fun to see because yeah. at, at the time we were just playoff bound. Like we were just about to make the playoffs, and then we beat the number one team in the league, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Good morale. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Badminton cross country, I mean, it's hit or miss. Like you can play well and, and earn your spot, or you can miss a few games, and that really puts you down in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Cross country, we had a, pl- a guy finish fourth in Canada. Wow. Oh, wow, that's probably the highlight of the year, I think, in in athletics, because making it to nationals is one thing, and then placing in the top five is—I mean—that's pretty incredible if you mm-hmm. consider the amount of talent and and uh, just how big Canada is. Yeah, uh, to place fourth is pretty cool. So. Yeah, that's awesome. How mm-hmm. hard is it for? And I think you kind of already answered this. How hard is it for teams to kind of be consistent with such an influx and outflux of athletes? They're only here for a year or two. It must be hard to kind of keep that talent level at a consistent base where the teams are competitive all the time. It's t- it's tough, and it, it's really a wild card. I mean, it comes down to recruiting, and it comes down to reputation of your school because uh, coaches and athletic staff can only do so much to recruit mm-hmm. good players. Um, at some point, the record speaks for itself. The program speaks for itself. So, you know, with the new facility we have here, just saying basketball, for example, uh, people might want to come play here because they, they come here at, from another team or they come here to play high school basketball because we often host basketball tournaments for high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they see how beautiful the facility is. They, they see that the program is now, it looks a lot more serious than in the past. Uh, they might want to play here. So uh, the turnaround, the recycle time of athletes is is tough. Like it's for sure. With the way programs work now, you know, it could be one year, it could be four years, it could be five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost impossible 
to kind of forecast what the team's going to look like in even yeah. two years. So yeah. it's kind of all or nothing most years, and you know the, mm-hmm. the coaches do what they can to recruit top talent. But yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go. Well, yeah, you guys do a great job. So keep yeah, going. thank you. Okay, so getting into the St. Patrick's Day yeah. celebratory day. Cheers. Cheers. So how do you feel about St. Patrick's Day? Oh, that's strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, St. Patrick's Day, my birthday is on March 22nd, so it's... Oh, nice. There, you go. there has been a few times when, when those two kind of oh, came together, yeah. uh, depending on when St. Patrick's Day f- fell during the week. But, uh, I'm, I mean, believe it or not, I wasn't a huge party animal. Uh, I'm a pretty pretty good advocate for being responsible, but you know oh, I, had fun, I had fun when I was in college for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, it's it's just another excuse to get together and have a good time at the end of the day. For I sure. Mean, like any holiday, it's it's about getting together and, mm-hmm. and and being with the people that you love or like. And yeah, you know, for mm-hmm. college, I know it has a different application because. <laughs> Because it's during the school year, so I mean, you mm-hmm. know. well, especially in a city like this, because you have Queens, yeah. so you go downtown, Aberdeen, gets a little wild sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any like stories, like something you've seen on any of your outings during St. Patrick's Day? I've, <laughs> I've seen a lot. <laughs> seen a lot of things. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't to, to preface this, I haven't done anything for St. Patrick's Day in probably over ten years, but mm-hmm. uh, I've definitely seen. Some nudity on the streets. I've seen, oh, it's, yeah, times are a little different now than they were back then because, mm-hmm. you know, it's social media plays a huge part in people's reputations and what you do and don't do in person and online. So yeah. I think more or less people are a little more responsible now. Um, it's just that when people aren't responsible, it's getting publicized a lot mm-hmm. more. Um, so that's the, that's the kind of the, the play on St. Patty's mm-hmm. Day. Yeah, because it is interesting because some people would say that St. Saint- St. Patrick's Day has gotten worse, but it is just because it's so publicized yeah. on social media. It's it's truly that. I mean, people now are more aware of the effects of what mm-hmm. they do, and both to them and and to the people surrounding them. Because like you can't make a bad move without it being public, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Queen's Homecoming was fun back in the day because you could do it, and then on, by Monday it was it done. Was, it was just a memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it lives on forever, and you know they. They want to cancel it one year and <laughs> put limitations on it the next, and that's really because you know people see it. Yeah, back for then sure. you didn't see it; you experienced it, and then you went and told your friends, and they went to Queens or St. Lawrence or anything within 400 kilometers they'll travel to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I think people now are more aware of their actions, and you know the education is there to to support that you should not be irresponsible with alcohol or whatever you're partaking in. Um, so it's a lot easier now to control yourself, but mm-hmm. you know obviously there's still exceptions to the rule of people. For sure. Yeah. And um, just to kind of follow up on that point, it's almost like St. Patrick's Day is turning into a second homecoming now. I personally went to Laurier, and that's the biggest um, Mm -hmm. party of the year for Laurier. Something like fifteen to 20,000 people flood the streets, and it's just a big street party, a big block party. And they have to bring in police forces from other communities because they don't have the manpower to control 20,000 students on the street in one day. So Mm -hmm. um, it's a huge stress not only on the student body, but on the municipal and the college resources, campus Mm -hmm. resources as well. So... Um, yeah, we want to talk about, um, partying responsible and being responsible. So, um, what are maybe some good ideas to kind of stick to, um, just to make sure you and your friends are safe when you're heading out in, in the next couple of weeks? I know, um, 
we can always check on our friends and always watch what we drink and that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. is there any kind of a tactic or two that you, either of you might have used in the last 10 years to kind of make sure that you guys stay safe and you get home at the end of the night? Uh, I mean, it's it all comes down to, like, yourself, right? You have to, I mean, the LCBO and I think it's the OLG have the taglines, drink responsibly and, mm-hmm. and know your limits, play with it. And it right. kind of, I mean, drinking responsibly is, is both you and your friends and group, but, you know, it's St. Patrick's Day, so more or less people are yeah. going to indulge. Uh, but I think it's the know your limits part that, that really mm-hmm. comes into play, so... You know, everybody's going to try and have a good time, but you know, you're the only one who knows you. So, For sure. um, you know, you have to be aware of that and self-awareness is key. So, you know, knowing that, you know, four drinks is what gets you to that place and you you have to put limits on yourself. And then the, the counterpart to that is surrounding yourself with good people. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you need friends that want to take care of you, not take advantage of yeah, you. So. 100%. Great point. That is something I would say is going out with a trustworthy group of people because, yeah. and also having a plan. Usually if you're going with like a group of friends that you usually hang out with, you're going to have a plan for the day. Like you're going to meet up in the morning or in the afternoon time, go to Aberdeen or do what you're going to do. And then you have a plan for either getting home or going to the next place, like that kind of thing. So it's just like, no matter what, if something happens, if a friend does go past their limits, you still have that plan in place. So you're like, okay, we can bring them home or they can come back to my place, like all that kind of thing. Just having... Solid plans is my 100% for any kind of event like that, like even homecoming and things like that. It's really important to be around trustworthy people that you can stick with. Yeah, that's a great point. Mm -hmm. I think it really comes down to like control what you can control. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you know you're going to be walking into X factors and uncontrollable elements that you just like you don't know who else is at. If you're at a bar, you don't know who else is there. Mm -hmm. You know, be wary about accepting drinks. Be wary about who you're with and control the things that you can control. Like, how are we getting home? Where are we staying tonight? Mm -hmm. Those kind of elements you have full control of before you decide to let loose. Yeah. uh, You know, put the plan in place. I mean, everything else will fall, Mm -hmm. but. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you don't have to go out if you don't want to. Like, I don't think I didn't go out last year just because it was cold. I didn't really. Feel like doing anything? I'd rather go have a pint with my dad and hang out. Like I don't. If you don't want to go, you don't have to go. It's a yeah. peer pressure thing. Everyone's like, "Oh, are you going out? Are you going Absolutely. downtown?" But you 100% do not have to do that. Yeah. And that's another area where everything has shifted in the past. Mm-hmm. Like you know, since social media has been a thing, uh, what's cool now is not what was cool back then. So mm-hmm. it was cool back then to be a rock star, right? To go yeah. out and, and party and be the guy yeah. who stayed at the longest and and had the most to drink. Like, that was cool back then. Now that's not cool. Yeah. So, you know, now the, the paradigm shift of what is cool and what's not cool, yeah. like it's not cool to be sloppy. So, like, no. you know. No, 100% not yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the trend of hanging inside and spending less money but having yeah. – you know, controlled fun. That's, that's a good positive way to Mm -hmm. have fun. So, well, that was my next point is how fun could standing in a massive crowd of 15,000 strangers really Mm -hmm. be? I mean, you're over it after a couple hours, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, you know what? It's, it's not for me. I'm not a big live, you know, I work in live events, but live events is not huge for me, but a lot of people just do it because their friends are doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And to say they did it because it's part of the experience, but yeah, I mean, you, again, you control it, right? Like, yep. you either care about what people think, or you just want to live life yeah. the way you want to live it, and you know, mm-hmm. you have whoever you want in that life for be sure. With you so because it is an experience, and again, it's kind of going with that group where you're like, okay, you're gonna go with a group of friends and meet other groups of friends. Yep. But I have noticed a shift where people 
are a lot more welcoming when you're down there. People aren't getting plastered. Like, it has become more of a social event for people to go and just meet other people. I have friends who will come for homecoming in St. Patty's from Toronto and from Montreal. Like, they'll come to Kingston but just to hang out with people, not yeah, to get not like to plastered. Get, to, to let loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, everything's changed. I mean, there's so so many reasons why it's different, and, and part of that is relationships, right? Like mm-hmm. back then, how did you meet people? Like you went to the library, you went to a bar, the library, or you went right? <laughs> <laughs> depending on how old you are. <laughs> you went places to sure. actually physically connect with somebody, but yeah. now we just send a direct message, yeah. or you know, you send whatever and. And then you meet up. So, like, that kind of awkward meeting is, is no longer. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. So, you just decide you'd probably rather spend your time with a computer trying to send yeah. out messages than you would spending your money at a bar. So, for sure. Yeah. Especially when the bar's packed and smells and yep. beer's all green. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. So, on the other side of things, um, just for the students who do have families and things like that, because I know you're a family guy. Yeah. You got a couple little ones at home? Couple hundred kids, yeah. Couple yeah, <laughs> sweet, yeah. sweet. Couple hundred more on the way. Three, three, three kids officially. <laughs> nice, yeah. So, um, what kind of things for people who might want to do something with the family? Like, have you done anything in the past with Good your family? Uh, I mean, we're not partiers really, but you mm-hmm. know, from a father standpoint, you know, when the kids are going to school, you want to support the school and, and make them have fun. So, you yeah, know, we'll, we'll dress them up in green or whatever the school's supporting that that year, but. Yeah, from a from a family get together standpoint, it's St. Patty's Day has never really been a thing. I'm not really Irish, so it's, I'm not gonna dig down to the roots right. of it. Yeah. But uh, uh, no, for me, it's just another day. And you know, nice. with my birthday okay. being a couple of days later, it's if I had to choose between having a good time on St. Patty's Day or my birthday, I'd probably choose my birthday. But mm-hmm. selfishly, selfishly, absolutely. Oh, you're celebrating your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. How much do you think? So overall question, you've kind of seen the rise of Christmas or Valentine's and how monotonized it's been in the, in the kind of society. Do you think that, um, with the rise of how popular St. Patrick's Day, like going back to your point, your kids are dressing up if they go to school. I never did that. And that was only 10 years ago. So it's becoming so popular now. You see all the green t-shirts, everything. It's just, Mm -hmm. as Elle pointed out earlier, it's super popular now. Um, how society's kind of role or how has society kind of pushed that and made it popular on the bigger into a bigger stage? And why do you think that is? Well, one of it's literally just social media, mm-hmm. um, and from a broader sense, it's just showing that people are doing things. Yeah. Um, I mean, school especially nowadays, it's they try and make it more fun. Back then, it was you go to school, you play sports, you don't play sports, you join a club, you don't join a club, you go mm-hmm. home, and then whatever you do at home until you come back to school. Yeah. Now, like, schools, and I can speak especially as a a dad with kids who are in school, like, they want to be a part of every movement they can be that's not going to be, like, politically thrown into one area, right? So St. Patty's Day is just a very general event, just like Valentine's Day almost now. Yeah. uh, Where wearing green is so easy. And then, you know, all of a sudden there's a few photos, and then they post it online, and wow, they're a very, you know, yeah. an active school. They're the celebrating. And, yeah, mm-hmm. so, it's, I mean, a part of it is just that, and a part of it is just to make it fun for the kids. For sure. I do think, um, in my perspective, because I grew up in the States, and I remember all through, like, we had parades, and we I ate green eggs and ham every morning for oh, St. Yeah. Patty's Day. Like, it, it's that's been cool. really big in my life. I mean, my mom is also Irish, so that's part of it. Passionate but, people, Americans and <laughs> Irish people. Well, if you look <laughs> back in history, too, like, it goes back um, where the biggest celebrations and parades were in, like, Boston and, yeah. like, in different states and things like that. So I think it's just grown over time and kind of spread, and it has become more of a 
not just drinking and partying. It's like a family, yeah. you know. People like to spend time with their families, and it's kind of just another reason to. Would you agree, though, that this holiday, St. Patrick's Day, promotes drinking? And why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so associated with, you know, green beer, all that kind of stuff? Why, why you know, besides maybe Christmas, where you might have a couple drinks with the family, what other holiday, okay, Canada Day, 4th of July, but other than that, what holiday really associates, in my mind at least, with drinking as much as St. Patrick's Day? To you guys. That's interesting. Honestly, I'm not sure. I mean, you might be able to dig to the roots of it being part Irish, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that if that's one of the reasons that goes back. Maybe it was a giant party back in the day, but yeah. yeah, I think it does go back to just kind of a history thing. Was that was what people did in Ireland and places was you drank green beer, you had parades, you went out and you celebrated. Like that's just what it had been yeah. for as long as people kind of started really celebrating it once it became a really big holiday. And it's not it's not a stat day, right? No. So it's not one of those, like, professional holidays. So Should maybe, it be? A lot of people <laughs> taking the next day off, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's true. A lot of people calling in and doing that. But, but there's, there's also the association of Irish. If you're not Irish, you probably <laughs> believe that Irish people drink, right? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Or English people, stereotype. like the UK, you know, like that. there is a stereotype where, you know, we're heading to the pub every night kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that plays a little bit of part into the people who are a little naive about the history of sure. Ir- Irish people and um, leprechauns and all that yeah. kind of stuff that you associate with it if you're not yeah. actually, you know, educated on the Irish history. But um, I think there is, you know, all it takes is a few years of let's yeah. have a party on this day and then it becomes something bigger than it is, right? That's like, what you do. It is kind of similar to New Year's, right? Because it started as just like you're celebrating the New Year and then it turned into being even a bigger celebration so you're going to go out and there's going to be events and fireworks and things like that right so i think it just develops over time i do find it interesting that that like that like you said like that is something that people have hung on to and now Mm -hmm. it's like an annual party like what what specifically about an irish (laughs) day has stuck for you know i don't know how long but i'll just say hundreds of years like there are so many other nationalities like like races whatever that have like these special days every year yeah that like right now we don't celebrate them yeah exactly to the same level to the oh. same extent for sure yeah. maybe it's, it's interesting. maybe it's perfect timing right so it's spring is coming yeah. and it's been a few months since you've had a few months to sober up since new year's so hopefully <laughs> so yeah i don't know there's a lot of factors in play green hmm. might symbolize you know birth or regrowth to go along with the spring yeah. thing spring theme yeah. so even the color just helps right like the color of mm. you know this is a day where we wear green mm-hmm. like can you name another day where you wear a certain color other than no. Pink Not shirt really. day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even Valentine's Day, like, you have colors, like the red and your pinks, but it's not, if you're not wearing pink, no one's going to no. pinch you. Exactly. No, yeah. You never <laughs> rally behind you. You never go to the bar and everyone's wearing pink, right? But yeah. on St. Patty's Day, you, you, everyone's all you're going to see is green. Mm-hmm. It's all you see in the Kiss Me on My Irish yeah, shirts and all that. Yeah. Whatever Mardi yeah. Gras yeah. style Mardi stuff that's yeah. going to be St. <laughs> Patty's Day. Yeah. yeah well, that sure. goes back to kind of just my comment a few minutes ago of how fast and how popular St. Patrick's Day is becoming. Um, one of the statistics I read on it last night is it's one of the fastest growing uh, holidays in terms of um, sales um, for things that are themed. So we have Valentine's and that will always be one of the bigger ones. Christmas is obviously will be the top. I don't think it'll ever be topped, but I think St. Patrick's Day is now third or fourth on the amount of money spent on a holiday in the single calendar year. So, and that, that means everything from, 
your green eggs and ham in the morning, mm-hmm. to your coffee and Baileys, to your green beer, to your green T-shirts. The average person, I think, in the United States is spending about fifty to sixty dollars U.S. a day on St. Patrick's Day. So, can you confirm? Can confirm. <laughs> can My confirm. parents came home with like a bag full of St. Patrick's Day stuff, and they're like, "Oh, we got all this stuff. You can wear some. You can put it up in your room. Like, do all these things with it." And I'm like, "It's one day." Yeah. <laughs> it's also interesting because that, that's a day where there's no expe- expectations of like gifts. Nope. You know, like Valentine's Day and Christmas, you expect that you'll be spending money because you have mm. to buy something. Well, you yeah. don't have to on Valentine's Day, but if you're a traditional man or woman, you, you probably are yeah. buying something. But St. Patrick's going Day, out like, like on a date where St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> I don't necessarily see you being like, let's go on a super romantic right? date yeah. somewhere where everyone else is going to be wearing green and partying. <laughs> Never know. Good point. <laughs> yep. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was just going to be kind of following up on, on why St. Patrick's Day. Why is it? What's the story behind it? Do either of you guys know who St. Patrick was? I know he yes. was an Irish saint. Mm-hmm. Can you spread some wisdom? So he was um, an Irish saint, and then he actually, um, he was a slave. So he went away from Ireland. He was a slave for a while, and then he came back to spread Christianity, so to kind of teach the Irish people about Christianity, and he was very successful with it. He opened churches and um, actual schools that um, taught these kinds of cultures. Uh, so then, when he passed away, it became a celebratory day to celebrate him as a saint. Um, and it was actually originally a feast that they would oh. celebrate his life. Okay. So they would have a feast and then celebrate kind of into the night, and it was very social event so everyone would come together and kind of do that kind of thing cool so yeah that's like the history brief history behind it i'm down for a feast that sounds good to me it's crazy to think about like who would be the next person that all of a sudden you know a couple years mm-hmm. there's a holiday for yeah. You know, yeah i feel like there's never gonna be a holiday for one person ever again yeah it's, it is very interesting to think about that well there's people aren't as idolized by the church anymore so it's mm-hmm. it's easy for them to or sorry it's harder for them to kind of be integrated i guess into the Roman Catholic culture or or anywhere really yeah Yeah. any cultures I think they go back so far in history that yeah right most of those kind of people that were celebrating who established these kinds of traditions but who knows maybe new traditions will be established and it'll just kind of pick up with social media and things like that it's it's weird because you never know the smallest thing that can spark a whole movement I think like it I hate to sound like a broken record, but I really think the social media and the marketing aspect mm-hmm. of it plays the biggest part because back then the, a good story could be told and then you could share that story and you yeah. know, you'd you send it by Raven or <laughs> you'd have a messenger bring it to the next community or, mm-hmm. or a play that would, would be constructed about something that you yeah. could then entertain people with. But now just as many people that are for something are against it. So mm-hmm. to rally behind one thing, it's almost impossible because the yep. groups can easily get together and uh, say, no, we don't like that. Or yes, we like that. But back then you could just tell a good story. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Nobody could battle that. Like it, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have somebody racing next to you on a horse to be like, I'm going to tell them the truth. Yeah. <laughs> like, prove that, it. That didn't happen. Right. <laughs> but now, now with journalism and social media, like mm-hmm. it's impossible to get a pure story. Yes. Sure. Without, oh, yeah. without the haters, without the, <laughs> the backlash, and yeah. hearing and both trolls. sides, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great point. I didn't really think of it that way, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's an interesting kind of topic that, mm-hmm. you, that you brought up for sure. And maybe that, and tying it back to something like St. Patrick's Day, maybe that's why 
it works so well because nobody yeah. nobody challenges it. Nobody cares. It's just like, you know what? St. Patrick's Day, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. We're going to wear green because who cares? Yeah. And let's get together. Yeah. yeah. And it's one day, right? Like you're celebrating yeah. a culture and all that kind of stuff. So I don't think people people argue the actions that people take. But, I mean, people also make those same poor decisions outside of St. Patrick's well, Day. That's just it. It's just a, a glorified day to to capture the mm-hmm. good moments with the bad. Yeah. Like people are making poor decisions every night. Yeah. For sure. Right? It's just yeah. when you're in a group like that, there's more cameras out. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have any plans for St. Patrick's Day? Probably not. Yeah. I don't even know what day it is. This, like, I know it's the 17th, I but I don't know what day it falls <laughs> it's on. It's either a Tuesday or Wednesday, so it, it is a very unfortunately, middle, yeah. like, Tuesday I have classes. Okay, <laughs> The Bachelor won't be on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what other reality TV shows won't be on? Yeah, I'm, I honestly don't know. I'm yeah. a I'm a guy who now tries to unwind as much as possible. That's nice. Um, so, yeah, I'm not getting any older mm-hmm. or younger. It's just <laughs> Fair enough. What about you, Layton? Any plans? Um, I might just go uh, see what's going down here at St. Larry's Pub. Um, yes. Might wear some green. I have a shirt picked out, but, you know, nothing too crazy. Just kind of want to... Uh, get in the spirit a bit, but uh, again, mm-hmm. if it's a Tuesday or Wednesday night, I won't be going too hard. But yeah. mm-hmm. will the, now, will the pub be open later on that special day, or will they push St. Patty's Day to Thursday? No, I don't I know so. if it. I don't think it'll be open later. Um, still tweaking a little bit. I suggested green beer, so I'm mm-hmm. sure that that'll be um, available to people. But not sure that we want to be that kind of like. Come here to party. Stop. Yeah. Again, it goes back to promoting it. So, yeah. 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 So, we'll see how the night goes. Yep. But, it, it, I mean, it'll still be open. There's still beer. It'll still be a good time. So, definitely come out yep. to St. Larry's Pub. Um, I'll probably just, like I said, get a pint with my mom and my dad, play some pool. That's yes. probably what I'll do. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you really need to do. So yeah. Sure. Cool. So, I think we'll probably end it there. Yeah. Any final words? Yeah. Anything you want to plug yeah. before we let you go? Uh, I don't know if there's anything to plug, but oh, uh, I have a question. Can I? Sorry to interrupt. You guys are rebranding, and maybe that—that's another episode, totally. But uh, how's that process going? Uh, the process of the athletics rebrand is is near completion. Have you guys kind of chosen a uh, um, mascot and a name and all that kind of stuff? Uh, there's no mascot, but okay. we have a name, yeah. and we mm-hmm. have at this point we'll have a logo confirmed. So great. Um, it will be revealed at the Athletic Banquet yep. on April 9th, which is the Thursday before the long weekend, Good Friday. Um, so, yeah, it's the ball will get rolling publicly on after April 9th. On the 9th. Awesome. Uh, cool. It's pretty Great. exciting. It's going to be it's going to be a cultural shift, I think, at this college. For sure. Good. Uh, where yeah. people can actually band together and become yeah. something. Well, that was the goal. Right? Yeah, yeah. try campus now, which exactly. I think is really good. I yeah. do too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Yep. And do you want to plug your social media, athletic social media, your own? Uh, athletic social media, SLC Athletics. Find that on Instagram. Uh, my own is just only Adam Smith. Perfect. Um, but yeah, in terms of St. Patrick's Day, just drink responsibly. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, know yourself more than anything and uh, surround yourself with good friends who want to take care of you not advantage so great. awesome great advice thank yeah. you so much for coming on yeah, Adam, no, thank you. for your time yeah, no appreciate problem. it anytime yeah. sweet. thanks guys cheers sweet that was awesome yeah yeah thank you again to adam um that was really great i think it's important that you know we touched on students staying safe going in groups doing what you're comfortable and you know what if you don't want to celebrate you don't have to yeah. no one's forcing you that's a great takeaway mm-hmm. i think he really nailed it that um 
you can't really get away with anything anymore. So nope. if you're going to go out, <laughs> please be smart, have fun, but make it smart fun. Yeah, Because exactly. somebody will be recording, mm-hmm. something will happen. And it's not worth it. It's not. It's one day. You can have fun many other days. Just be safe, exactly. responsible, respectful. Okay, awesome. So let us know what you think about this podcast. Um, and if there's anything else you want to see moving forward, um, our Instagram handle is at SA Voice Podcast. So you can keep up with it there. You can tune in on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast, uh, and SoundCloud. So yeah, give us a call, leave us a message. Our extension is 1677. Um, be sure to check out what's going around on the college. So there's lots of different events, things like that on the Bristol boards. Um, and yeah, you can also follow SA's Instagram. So that's SA underscore SLC and check out the website for events and information, SA And what's your handle, Layton? Uh, I'm Layton underscore Guy. It's my middle name. So I'll throw that in there for a little clout. Your middle name is Guy? It is Guy. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, You're a good uh, guy, so it fits. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one before really? in all my 30 years. Huh, that's funny. Surprising. Yeah. All right. My Instagram handle is at L is Adora. So, yeah. Thank is you so much. Is that your middle name? It is. There you go. Yeah. L is Adora. Yeah. Mm. Great minds think alike. Yeah. There you go. It's classic. Awesome. Classic Instagram move. All right, thanks so much for watching, and uh, be sure to tune in next time. Yeah, and um, just be safe and have fun this St. Paddy's Day. Ooh, happy St. Paddy's Day. Cheers.